And on the line with this, it is our uh, semi-monthly visit with Congressman Greg Pence. Welcome to the program, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very, very good. Yourself? Yep. Real good. But uh, one big thing I wanted to talk to you about this morning, Congressman Camp Atterbury. We had, uh, last I heard, uh, between six and 7,000 uh, refugees housed there. What is the latest on that? Well, thanks, Brent. You know, the Indiana 6th District incorporates, includes Camp Atterbury in there. So I've been there three times. I actually went before the uh, Afghanis showed up. Uh, and then I went about, oh, a little over two weeks ago, uh, the day that 800 were arriving. Um, and then I, on Friday, I went there and I got a full briefing, spent four and a half hours. I got a briefing and a tour by the State Department, Homeland Security. Uh, Department of Defense, Army, and National Guard. And I can tell you, uh, in two weeks, it is, um, I'm very, very impressed uh, what our soldiers uh, and, and all the military folks have done to get the, what they call the base stood up uh, to process uh, the Afghanis. And they have about a five-part vetting process that they go through. They'll do a biometrics. They'll do a security uh, screening uh, where they contact the FBI, the State Department, and then um, uh, uh, international agencies that track terrorists. Uh, then they do a physical. They get all the necessary shots um, and have to get those shots. Uh, and then they do some socialization. And then once they've completed those and they've passed all that vetting process, then they are um, then they would be free to go. Now, there's 6,600 uh, Afghanis there. Of that, 900 are what's called P1 and P2. That's priority one, priority two. Those folks have already been vetted back in uh, Afghanistan in that they worked at the embassy or they worked for our government. Anyone that has worked for an American company, foreign company, our government, or our embassy would have already had their biometrics. And, you know, they're, they're, they're assuming that most of these people had been, had done that. Uh, of the 6,600 folks, 40 are children, and I mean young children, 12 and under. Uh, they're mainly young families. The average age uh, is, uh, that's there is probably in the high 30s. Uh, not very many older people ended up coming uh, to the United States, probably because it was so difficult to get to the air, air base mm. in Cabal. Um, another 7% are children under 18. And then, of course, uh, it's best, the, the, men, the women outnumber the men. The women and children are in bar- one barracks. Uh, and then this is, it's, they're broken up into groups, but... Uh, in the group, there'll be women and children in one barrack and men in the other. Uh, the soldiers are the uh, kind of team leaders in each of these cohorts, as they call it, and assist them with any needs they have and uh, uh, spend the time with them. I actually saw in my tour uh, the soldiers were playing basketball and soccer with the little kids. And uh, they have now set up all of the medical facilities with the help of the Indiana National Guard, uh, with our uh, state health department, and uh, they have an infirmary there. And when I was there a couple of weeks ago, 
they were really inundated. All of a sudden, they found out they were going to get, you know, thousands of people coming, and they didn't have the equipment or the, uh, the personnel on the ground. They do now, uh, and they're actually adding more. There's 100 Homeland Security folks doing the security vetting, uh, and there's hundreds of doctors and nurses and health care providers that are going to do the vetting there. So I, I'm, I'm real proud of the work that the that the military and our National Guard are all doing. No one can leave the base. 25 Afghanis, Afghanis have left the base. They had passports or green cards, so they were already U.S. citizens. And once they were, uh, you know, processed in terms of security, uh, they they could go anywhere they want, as as every American citizen. Uh, should be able to do. Sure. And the other folks, once they're vetted and uh, literally all the all the uh, tickets uh, are punched, uh, then they would be able to go wherever they want. And you know, uh, Brett, you and I were talking about uh, how we can help those folks. Mm-hmm. That's one part uh, that has not what they call been stood up. The Indiana National Guard armories across the state will be places where they will collect donations. They want only brand-new clothing. They don't really have the ability to take your, um, you know, things you give to Goodwill or, or charities. That They're not in a position to make sure that that stuff is okay. So it's all new clothing and and. Uh, uh, new items is what they pref- what they are going to require folks to get. Uh, charitable organizations will be integrated through the state uh, with helping these folks out and helping relocate them once they've passed all of the uh, the vetting process. More and of our kind of stop there and take a breath. <laughs> you may, you may, Congressman. Uh, what's next for you? Got to go back to that old evil town, D.C. Well, the swamp, we like to call it, right? <laughs> I was out there last week. Uh, you know, Brett, I had um, I was in Energy and Commerce Committee meetings from 9 o'clock in the morning till 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> three days in a row, uh, trying to fight the tax increases and trying to fight the, uh, the uh, infrastructure, 3.5 infrastructure bill. Uh, we were not successful. I'm in the minority. I'm a Republican. Uh, that was now going to budget this week, and budget is where they take all of the different committee markups or uh, changes to the budget and put it together. It's, it's a lot. It's really kind of a technical thing. It's right. not a political or um, legislative um, process. And once that's done, you know, maybe maybe we'll be debating and talking about it this week. But we are we are looking at the uh, National Defense Authorization Act. That will be under consideration this week, and then some other things. The one thing I don't, I'm a little, um, there are some things in the NDAA that I've got to get a handle on and see where that ends up this week, and that should be by the end of the week. And then I'll be out, I'll be out in D.C. till Friday, and then we'll go to a Henry County Lincoln Day dinner, and I'll get home Friday night about, oh, 11 o'clock or so, and head back out Monday, and try to fight the uh, the tax increases. All right. Well, one more thing, and before we let you go, i got to ask you about this. I hear that your younger brother's running for president. He's already making noise, and what, what do you know about that? What can you tell us? I know you're a trusted advisor. I, I tell people if you have his number, 
give him a call and tell him to call his older brother once in a while, darn it. <laughs> you, you're going to claim not to know anything about that, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I, I'd get behind him. I'd get behind him, but, you know, a lot of things. It's a long way away. Uh, he is certainly, is, I will tell you what my brother's goals are going to be, is to help other Republicans get elected. And he's been working on that already. In fact, in a couple of weeks, he's going to do an event for all of uh, the Indiana delegation out in Washington, D.C., help us raise a little money, which we have to do. So he's he's going to help other people, and we'll see where that leads him. All right. Headline, Congressman Pence just might vote for Vice President Pence if he runs for president. All right, very I good. I like that. I like that, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you making some time for us this morning, sir. We uh, talk to you again in a couple of weeks, and safe travels. Okay, bye-bye. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. 